Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. I'm going to hop right into this introduction because I want to get to the interview. So today I am talking to Michael Patterson, whom I work with. He is a superstar news anchor, and we actually went to college together. We were both in fraternity and sorority life, but actually really never crossed paths until now with work, which is super funny. But he loves work, his girlfriend Jillian, hi Jillian, soccer, and video games, and I would say that's a very solid list, Michael. Today, he shares some great insights on how he's made his over four-year relationship flourish, even from afar. So without further ado, here is my interview with Michael Patterson on long-distance relationships. Okay, we're recording. All right. Okay, so first of all, I just have to say that I'm a little bit embarrassed because you actually already did the podcasting thing. And so normally when people come on my podcast, I'm like, let me show you the ropes. Let me give you an idea (laughs) of how to do this. But really, you've already done this. And so now I feel like maybe your voice is going to sound better on here. And I'm worried that you're going to take over my listenership. Well, see, I feel like this is very awkward because... I'm normally the one that's hosting stuff and not the one that's behind the microphone. So I'm intimidated by you. Wow. That's you're the one that's in power here. That's good. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad that we're both just super, super intimidated by each other. Good way to go into this. Okay. Even though we work in television. Right. (laughs) Also, side note, um, speaking of being intimidated, when we double, Michael and I double anchored on Christmas last week and I didn't like it. Because I didn't like, I already, I've only anchored one other time before. I already didn't want Michael seeing me anchor alone. But when we're together, it's like you're getting real time judged. And not that Michael's a judgy person, but like, it's kind of awkward for me to read in front of you because when I mess up, it's it's more embarrassing than it would be if I were by myself because I mess up all the time by myself. Um, but also it's just like, Every other time I'm hearing you read and I'm hearing you read significantly better. And so then every single time you finish, it's back to me after I've just been like, okay, that was like better. And like you anchor, you're an anchor and I'm not. So like, you know, it's going to stand to reason that you're better, but like, it's very uncomfortable to go like back and forth. I, I, I can understand that. But I, I, like I sensed something was wrong because leading up to this, Riley was very excited yeah. for, I mean, when she found out, I think it was probably about three weeks out from Christmas, Riley was very excited and, uh, then when we got there, silence. Mm-hmm. And don't take this the wrong way, but like you talk a lot. Right. Yeah. I will <laughs> you know? totally, Like yes. we both do. I, we work yeah, in news. 100%. And I just, I look over and you just are not saying anything. And then you just look at me and you go, my hands are just so sweaty. So sweaty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, but we got it. We did. We went through it. It went, yeah. it went well. Another thing people probably don't know is that we have, like, we have a lot in common. Yeah, we do. Like our lives have intersected many times over the years. Um, and there's a lot that we could talk about, but we're actually going to talk about something not work related, which is weird because we've yeah. had a lot of like we obviously we had a together. conversation about work when we got here today. Yeah, we've already <laughs> we've already done the work thing pre podcast, <laughs> but we're going to talk about being in a long distance relationship because mm-hmm. you're in a long distance relationship and so am I. But this whole idea came about because I was going to do a podcast by myself on a long distance relationship, and then I thought. I have nothing to say about it. Mine is recent. I don't really know anything. You have been in a relationship for many, many years. Yeah, over four and a half years at this point. Four and a half years. Also, shout out to Jillian. Yeah. Jillian, you're so pretty. I look at your Instagram a lot. 
And I often will express to Michael when you post a photo that I think is really great, I will like it. And then I will also DM it to Michael and She'll say, great job on dating Jillian because <laughs> she's a 10. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about that. So just give me a baseline. How long you've been in your relationship? How long you've been long distance? Mm-hmm. Give me the rundown. Um, well, yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, basically the story goes, we met each other 2016, I think, very early on in 2016, we were both in college doing some, uh, met through Greek life, of course, which yeah. is kind of how a lot of people meet in college. But um, yeah, no, I mean, we dated all throughout college. I was 19, she was 20, so she's a year older than me. Dang, Patterson. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she she's a year older than me, but I'm also a foot and a half taller than her. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you do have that on her. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, we met in 2016, we dated all throughout college, and then, you know, I mean, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more. I mean, I I knew pretty early on in the relationship that I was probably going to have to move around a lot, Mm -hmm. and so I moved away from Southern California in June of 2019 Mm -hmm. um, to go start working in the, the journalism industry, and, you know, I mean, she was following the things that she had to follow with her career, and... You know, I was going to follow this stuff with mine. So, I mean, there was always kind of this expectation that the distance was likely going to happen if we wanted to continue it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we had the conversation beforehand. So, I mean, it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, one day I'm leaving. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I mean, it, so we've been doing long distance now uh, for, I guess, a year and a half now at this point. Wow. So it's uh, it's it's been an interesting experience. You know, I mean, I it's, it's funny. I mean, with relationships, it's always kind of funny because... Uh, I, I realize I'm a giant hypocrite <laughs> because I, I have made lots of statements when I was younger about my opinions on relationships and how things work. And in particular, I was always like, long distance never works. Like, and I, granted, I was 18 years old and had right. only really dated one person in yeah. high school and that relationship was a mess. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just I used to have all these opinions, especially about distance, because I was just like, I, it doesn't ever work. You know, and as I've gotten older and, and gotten through it and seen other people do it, you know, I mean, I've realized it is something that it's different and it's not for everyone. Yeah. I mean, it really is not. Right. Um, but I think um, Jillian and I, my girlfriend, are both the kind of people that are willing to do that and mm-hmm. are dedicated enough to each other that it works. Mm-hmm. That was very, that was very good. What do you think <laughs> specifically about your personality and her, because I don't know her, but I know you. What do you think it is about your personality and hers that allow for long distance to work? Like what kinds of qualities do you guys have that benefit a long distance relationship? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and, and you know, we kind of talked about this the other day at work, like with the concept of like like love languages. Yeah. You know, I mean, some people, you know, really like to just receive gifts mm-hmm. or to just... Um, you know, I can't really remember some of the other ones. But I always just remember the, time. I always just remember the gifts one because yeah. that's just not what not I right. am or what she is. Yeah. And so we're both the kind of people that just really like, you know, attention and positive affirmations. Yeah. And so words of affirmation. While we're not constantly with each other all the time, we're always checking in and it it's genuine when we do check in with each other. It's not just like, oh, hey, I need to, oh, time to text Jillian. Like, oh, geez, good morning, babe. Like, you know I mean? Like that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a mixture of that. And we both have the same kind of things that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, at least for me and, and in her in a way too, is that we're pretty solitary people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the kind of person that constantly needs to be around other people. Cause I mean, some people, especially, you know, I mean, you saw it a lot with the pandemic, 
you know, people are forced to be inside, you know, people that are always very outgoing and need to be around people are just experiencing a ton of anxiety. I mean, totally. for me on the weekends, I sit inside and play video games for 48 hours. Yes. Like, and that's yes. completely fine for me. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't mind being alone. Totally. And so, she, and so she's kind of that way too, you know, in, in, in an extent, not probably not as much as I am, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it's, it's fine that we're not always with each other because we can, our mind doesn't go other places. Right. When we're not with each other. Because I think that is unfortunately what happens to, to some people in those kinds of situations. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. So let's talk a little bit about that. Do you feel like when you've seen other people in a long distance relationship and it hasn't worked out, what do you think is contributing to the demise of their relationship? Like, why is it hard to be in long distance? Well, I mean, I think the thing that's always hard about long distance relationships is worrying about what the other person's doing. Mm, yeah. You know, I mean, and people like are trust. always, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a trust thing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, I can't be with them all the time. So who knows what they're doing? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they could be out talking to other people and things yeah. along those lines. I mean, and it's a very, you know, legitimate thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the thing why Jillian and I have worked out so well is because we've established that trust. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it kind of leads me to, to, to two points. I mean, it's going to sound kind of cocky, but like I, I know what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm valuable enough that mm-hmm. the person I'm with, because I've developed that trust, isn't going to blow that. Because totally. if they blow that, they're blowing a great opportunity to be with me mm-hmm. because I'm great. Yeah. And yeah. it sounds cocky, but I really think it's important, you know, for people to realize that is because... You know, if if you know that you're worth it, like I know Jillian's worth it. I would never cheat on Jillian because Jillian's worth it, That's you know, true. and I would know she's not going to cheat on me because I'm worth it. And if mm-hmm. she does, then she made a mistake or really right. anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I learned that. I, I feel like it took me a while to learn that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there were experiences I had in college with people that, you know, that broke my trust, that really broke me down personally, you know, to go... To, there, it's all about like self-talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? And kind of going, well, I deserve that because I'm this or I'm that. Mm-hmm. But it's like now through those experiences of being hurt, realizing that you know, I'm actually a great person. Yeah, you know, I mean, sure. like, I'm a great person to date. Yep. And and if the other person doesn't realize that, then yeah, I mean, that's going to suck and it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But when when we've been together as long as we have, because we didn't immediately go distance. Right. I mean, we yeah, were together for two, years. three years, it mm-hmm. seems like. So you know, the trust was already there, you know, it just, we both realized, and, it, and, and it's hard, you know, I mean, there have definitely been times, even when I've been in distance, that I've gone like, oh man, I mean, I wonder what she's doing, Yeah. you know, but it's just like, at the end of the day, you have to fight that self-talk that's going to be detrimental, or your own loneliness, mm-hmm. and your own detrimental self-talk to go, no, like, I, I trust her, she trusts me, and the feeling's mutual, and you'll never know but if you're always thinking about it, it's just going to kill you. Yeah. You know, so just, it's better to just establish that trust and believe in that trust. Right. Yeah. And just like take it at face value. Like assume that she's not doing anything wrong and yeah. you trust that and she's then we're, not. And we're both respecting the relationship. Because yeah. I mean, I'm sure she thinks about it about me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting too, like uniquely about your job, like you get a lot of attention in your job. Yeah. Like you're literally on TV every night and you're talking to a lot of people and sometimes being charming and having conversations can easily be like, in my experience, a gray line back and forth of like flirting or like, you know, even if it's not like blatantly flirting, like you're having to get people to like you often. 
you know, in interviews mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. when you're talking to people. So, like, is that ever a thing for her where she's, like, like the fact that you're getting a lot of attention – and honestly, like, I see on the Facebook Lives and stuff, like, a lot of female attention. Like, does that ever come up with her? Like, does she ever... Kind of like a jealousy thing? Yeah, kind of like a jealousy thing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, not not really with her. I mean, mm. we're both not really jealous people. Mm. And that's good. again, I think there's there's that understanding that that's going to happen. Um, mm. Especially because in, in her line of work for a little while, she was very front-facing as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate reality that a lot of women get unsolicited DMs from people and get a lot of attention from people for posting seemingly innocuous pictures. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I, I think I think at times it probably in private is probably like, oh man, like he's just getting all this attention. Like what if he forgets about me? Yeah. But I think it all just lends back to a thing of knowing, knowing your worth. Yeah. You know, because sure, lots of people are messaging me, but most of the people that are messaging me and giving, leaving me comments are like, women in their 40s yeah, you know, yeah, who are just yeah. like who are just like middle-aged women yeah. you know so it's like sure that middle-aged woman's talking to my, like talking to my man but yeah. like at, at the end of the day I know I am more worth it to him than she is totally and and that sucks sometimes thinking about oh well maybe what if I'm wrong mm-hmm. but again it's just having to fight that negative self-talk that's always in the back of your mind totally. but we've never like really had like a fight or anything I mean we don't really fight anyway do you, like you guys <laughs> do you guys ever like like bicker or like di- like I find sometimes with distance like sometimes when I just want attention I might like get a little sassy or something because yeah. I'm just like feeling like sad or whatever like does that ever happen you guys ever like bicker like that no I mean we don't fight like, like ever ever I mean I think no. we've had I mean we've had spats before but I mean yeah I mean I I've always had this opinion that fighting is not a healthy part of a relationship. Okay. There's some, there are, it is a very uncommon opinion. Yeah. Because a lot of people thinking like, oh, if you're not fighting, you're not like. Talking it out or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, there's never really been anything in our relationship. And again, we've only dated through college Mm -hmm. while we were both very stable. We weren't living together. Like we didn't have kids or any financial responsibilities. So that very well may happen. But at least in my experience, there's nothing that we have really experienced that's worth fighting over. Mm-hmm. The thing with her is that she really likes, you know, attention and affirmation. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just I've learned to recognize when she's asking for that, mm-hmm. you know, or when she wants it. You know, like if she does something, you know, good, like if she did something at work, it's, you know, I mean, it's not just like, oh, nice. It's like, oh, like, great job. Like, yeah. I'm, re- I'm proud of you. Like using using things that I know she wants to hear. Right. You know, it's the same thing my way, too. You know, it's just, there's, we've never really had the jealousy and the fighting thing. It's just never really been us. I mean, early on, I definitely, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, early on, it was a lot harder for me because again, I was dealing with, you know, baggage from a previous experience with, with people in college that, you know, made me not trust people, particularly sorority girls at around my age. Yeah. And, you know, she had spent a lot of time with another fraternity out mm-hmm. that was not mine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, there's always kind of implications with that. You For, know? Sure. For and, sure. And I think people who weren't, who are, who never were in a Greek system would mm-hmm. not maybe understand. Right. But it, that was always kind of in the back of my mind that that was happening, especially because she knew my past and I knew hers and, you know, the experiences that we'd had at, at different, with different people. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, it, it was hard at times, but mm-hmm. it, it, it just it eventually ends up circling back to that level of trust. Mm-hmm. And we were both very similar people to the mm-hmm. point that we know that that's not 
what we wanted. Because especially at that point in my life, too, I didn't want just a bunch of random encounters with people. Like, she worked for me and as people. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just, like, an experience. It was, right. like, a connection. Totally. Totally. I think it's a really good point that you made about, like, fighting is not a healthy part of a relationship. And I agree. I think that, like, my... We've talked about this, but, like, my thing with fighting is... If it's not going to end the relationship, Mm -hmm. do not spend time fighting about it. Like, definitely put effort into conversations that might make or break a relationship. For sure, you have to address it. But if it's something that you're inevitably going to get over, just get over it immediately. It's kind of like the way that I see things. That being said, when you do have disagreements or whatever and you are long distance, it makes it a lot harder because you're not in person maybe it's over text even over a phone or facetime you're not getting you know like if you're in person and you're starting to have a disagreement and you can like physically touch each other or like hug each other like it goes away so much faster so how do you navigate if things are like not a fight but like like not having that physical that physical connection with someone when like things are rocky or like tensions are high like how do you deal with that i mean i think it's just really disengaging I mean, because... That's a great one. I think why we work so well, too, is that we're not confrontational people. We Mm -hmm. don't... Especially her. Mm -hmm. We don't seek conflict. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like fighting anyone. Like, I don't like... I love arguing with people over things that don't matter. Yeah. Like, about soccer. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, like, your team sucks, dude. Like, you're bad. Yeah. You know, like, or, like... But I don't, like... I legitimately like having animosity towards people. And even with a lot of relationship fights aren't angry Mm -hmm. but it's just if i can see it starting to move in that direction take a step back Mm -hmm. maybe sleep on it yeah and then move forward Mm -hmm. unless it's something that needs to be handled like i mean like you mentioned like if somebody does something that compromises the relationship then yeah that's something that's worth fighting over for sure but for example like if i expected you to call me at six o'clock today and you didn't because you were too busy hanging out with your friends that makes me mad yeah Right? Because yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you essentially didn't follow through with your agreement. Right. But I know it's just not like disengage. Like yeah. step back for a second and go, why did that person miss my call? Yeah. Probably because they just, they, they might've forgot. Yeah. And sure that sucks that they forgot your phone call, but yeah. like I'm, I also forget phone calls. I don't, yeah. I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday. Yeah. Like I, I have no idea. I don't even remember the names of half the people I've interviewed. Right. Like. That's actually such a good example of something that like is totally valid to be upset over, but not something that would end a relationship. Like you're not yeah. going to break up with someone because they oh, no. a call, but totally a reason to be upset. On that note, here's a question. So this is something that sometimes I experience. So A, do you experience it? B, how do you deal with it? Sometimes with long distance, there's like an element of FOMO when your partner is like doing something fun and you're not there. But also in the inverse, an element of like, sometimes like if my boyfriend calls me and he's like skiing with his friends and I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? And it's like, I'm watching Shark Tank for the fourth hour in a row. No, I'm not. He's like, do you have plans this weekend? No, I don't have plans this weekend like you know i don't have plans this weekend like an element of like they're doing something so fun and you're not and you're feeling like sad that you're not there but also kind of like embarrassed of the fact that you're not like yeah do you deal with that like how do you how do you i've definitely been there okay yeah because i mean it it happens with just regular friendships too you know i mean you see people doing things and you're like man i'm just i'm eating out of a literally eating out of a jar of peanut butter, yes. putting it on Oreos, yes, watching some movie on Netflix, yes, and they're having a great time, like at a rave or something, yeah, you know? like yeah, it 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 does feel kind of bad, almost like they're having fun without you, yeah. But that's not the that's never the intention, 
Unless they are. That's a but great at that point. Po- but at that point, you're in a toxic relationship. If mm-hmm. they're doing things intentionally to bother you, yeah. that's a toxic trait. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Like, I've always, I've tried to, like, kick out all the toxic things that I do, like, on the sake of the relationship. But, like, I've just, again, you have to think retros- introspectively about why those things are happening. Yeah. You know, why do I feel this way? Why is this person doing this? Like, why do I feel angry that they're out having a good time? Like, mm-hmm. oh, sure, of course they should be having a good time. Yeah. You know, I mean, we should want to be, her. Like, well, you yeah, you should want to be happy for them. Yeah. You know, just like I want her to be happy for me. And I think that's why our kind of getting back to the whole concept of the, the meta relationship is mm-hmm. that the reason we're doing distance is because it is what we need to do to make both of us happy. We both right. want to follow our career paths, but we still only want to be with each other in the moment. You know, so it's like, sure, does it suck that I can't, like, sleep with her every night? Yeah. You know, like, and, and constantly, you know, when I'm having a bad day, like, have a hug? Yeah. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm doing what I want to do for the sake of my own career. Right. And she's doing what she needs to do for the sake of her own career. And neither of us are compromising on that for the sake of a relationship. Yeah. That we started when we were literally children. I mean, even now, I still feel like I'm immature. I mean, I've only been independent outside of college for a year and a half. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't I don't consider myself to be this wise adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? you're I mean, it's like, it out. It's like, and so is she. It's, it's the balance there. And we both want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Now, if the fun is starting to impact the relationship to the point where, like, you're having fun at a strip club. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> those are things where the, the lines may be a little bit more blurred, you know? Yeah. But that's you just need to have a conversation about that. Right. And going, hey, I don't really like it when you do X, Y, Z, when you go and post. Or like, because I know some people have issues with friends of the opposite sex or with friends that they don't like. And that that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. But it, it just, there needs to be a conversation there. Mm-hmm. I think the unfortunate thing is a lot of people just escalate immediately. Yeah. They're like, she's hang, he's hanging out with Karen. I'm going to go text him and start a fight. Right. You're right. going into it trying to fight. Yeah. Not having a conversation. Right. Yeah. You're you looking know, for like, that. And and some people enjoy that. I, I don't. <laughs> something that I'm like kind of hearing when you're talking is, and it's something that I think really works in your favor with a distance relationship is like, you're very good about delayed gratification. Like you're very good about like, keeping it in perspective of whatever's going on in the immediate that whatever is going to be on the other side is better like Jillian like yeah it sucks right now but like if you if you marry like a woman that you like love and is perfect for you then it literally doesn't matter what's going on right now or like even like your job like yeah like you have to have delayed gratification in this industry because you're going to be working in markets that aren't necessarily your dream market until you finally in like five years yeah. to get to a place that you like really want to be at. You know? I mean, I think that's kind of always just been my life. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I think that's why we were talking about why we're able to do long distance relationships. I don't think everyone can do long distance relationships because right. some people need that instant gratification mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they need people to be around. Yeah. Like know? every night to come home to like that moment. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's totally fine. Right. It's just for sure. For me, I mean, it's like, especially with my career, I mean, I knew in college very early on, I was going to have to make sacrifices to do what I wanted to ultimately do, whether it was mm-hmm. working for free or going to school, which I hated, yeah. but like you need to go to school to get your degree, to get the first job, to get the second job, mm-hmm. to then work and then get the dream job that you want. It's the yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah. It's just personality types. And so like that's why I think long distance relationships can work for me and for her because mm-hmm. we know that it's a work in progress. 
Totally. You know, and oh, and, and that's some so good. And some people can't. Yeah, and some people can't do that. That's good. You know. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Is that gonna be my? Is that gonna be my quote? Yeah, is that like gonna that be the be, Instagram quote? Yeah, the Insta, you know how I do, and then it's like the yep. sound wave. That's gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna be it. That was good. Yeah, I mean, that's it's good. it's it's just it really you. I, I think you know if I were to offer any kind of advice, I mean, and I'm not really kind of like a, like oh like listen to me, I'm so wise kind of person, but you know, I mean, if you are gonna enter a long distance relationship, you really have to sit down with yourself and realizes that something that you're going to want to do mm-hmm. you know i mean really with everything you do in life you have to think about before you go through it what potentially pitfalls could we fall into and then how could i proceed through that mm-hmm. you know a lot of people just like to live and i understand living in the moment not worrying too much about the future i love living more in the moment as opposed yeah. to let's worry about what happens three years from now and that kind of is where jillian and i have conflicts sometimes mm-hmm. but you know it's just really understanding yourself enough to do a long distance relationship and i've always said this about relationships as well you need to and it's cliche but like you need to fall in love with yourself before you love someone else understanding who you are and what you want and what you value you have to truly know yourself before you can really give yourself to another person otherwise there's just going to be conflict or you get or you fall into a toxic relationship where you knew something you didn't like about them on month two but you stuck around with it because you thought it was going to change, you know, and then next thing you know, you're in it for two years and you don't know how to get out. Totally. Totally. I think too, I want to talk about like, so I think that when you were talking about love languages and then loving yourself to a certain extent, when you're in a long, in any relationship, but especially long distance to a certain extent, it's your job to figure out when Jillian is asking for certain things. Like it's your job to recognize that and give that to her. It's also on the other hand, it's also your job as a person to like regulate your own and like figure out like when you're just having a bad day or like when you're just feeling a certain way and it's not your partner's fault and you don't have to take it out on them or whatever. Alex lives with some, with like some friends. Yeah. And I knew who, I knew generally like who he lived with, like a guy and you know, this girl or whatever and their brother and sister and whatever. (laughs) And like knew all the things about them. And then all of a sudden when we were dating, I actually saw who he was living with and like he just forgot to mention that the girl was like our age and like an absolute fox like he just like forgot to mention that she was like literally so hot and like had abs and like was like they were like working out together like I don't know how that slipped his mind but he didn't mention that and so then all of a sudden I was like all of my like expectations about like what I pictured was going on were like totally shattered like this girl is like really hot like yeah. much hotter than like me and like anyone else that I've ever like seen and whatever. And so I just like, but that's not his fault. Like it was yeah. my job to be like, okay, I just need to like not be insecure. And like, why does that bother me? Why does that bother me? Yeah. Like, should I do like, if I, if I'm like jealous of her abs, like maybe I need to like do sit-ups or whatever. And I, I don't do sit-ups and I don't care anymore. But like, you know, like it was my job to figure out it's not his job to move out yeah. because that's not that's not his problem. Mm-hmm. So like, have you ever had to tell Jillian like, hey, this is actually a you thing that I need you to like reel in? Like Alex had to tell me like, hey, you just need kind of need to get yeah. a handle on that because that's a silly thing to be upset about. Like, do you ever have to do that? Oh yeah, I mean all the time. Okay, great. I mean there's yes. al- it's always a give and take. Yeah. You know, I mean because there's there's you know, it's just like the way that we both kind of react to certain things. Um, you know, particularly one of the things I kind of touched on a little bit was like future planning. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to think about too far in the future because my life changes very quickly mm-hmm. based on 
my career. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, I didn't think I was going to be in Eureka when I was two years ago when I was in Fullerton broke working as a lifeguard right, yeah. here in Eureka <laughs> on the Life of Riley podcast. You know yes. what I mean? It's like, it, uh, <laughs> I've reached the goal, everyone. I reached the pinnacle. But, That's it. Um, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> like, for example, she's dealing some, with some stuff with her job right now and mm-hmm. going, okay, well, like, I'm going to, you know, potentially leave this job. You know, when is your contract up in a year and a half? Like, we could start thinking about where we're going to move in together a year and a half from now. Mm-hmm. It's like, for me, I don't, I can't, I don't want to have that conversation because I don't know where I'm going to be in a year and a half. So I just don't feel like it's a conversation that's worth having. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that can kind of cause friction because she's a little bit more maybe excited to talk about it and yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And I kind of have to be like, like, li- like, listen, like we really need to focus on, you know, now the things that we can control. And like, it's like the same thing with kind of like anxiety too. Like she's a little bit more of an anxious person. Mm-hmm. And so she'll get anxious about things and you know, that are happening in the future. And it's like, well, we just have to focus on like right now. Like, but I mean, there's also times where it's just like, I used to work mornings, Mm -hmm. 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. Yeah. And that caused friction in the relationship because I was exhausted in times where she was very excited about things. And I wasn't always the most excited when I think it was appropriate for me to be. Interesting. And we had to work through that. I mean, because, I mean, there were times when I, you know, she would kind of be like, you know, I mean, like, you just seem like you're not really excited about, Mm. like, thing. Are you good at apologizing? I've gotten better. Um, I... Apologizing is just awkward. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like, like even like even then, like I still haven't apologized to you for something that I felt like I did wrong a couple days ago to you. What? Like, like and so for what? For the whole thing on TV that we did the other night. Oh, for Nazi's thing. Yes. Is that why you asked if I wanted a Starbucks? Yeah. Ah, I felt bad. Oh, you shouldn't feel bad. I There's nothing bad. to feel bad about. But it's like that's funny. But it's like I thought that was weird. I was like, why is he getting Starbucks? That's so strange. I just felt like I was that. rude to you. But, uh, no, you weren't but I mean, funny. there are just times when it's awkward, and yeah. I and I I am kind of an awkward person. I'm, I say something that I don't mean, and so I've had to very really understand that I do that mm-hmm. and reel it back and be like, hey, like I'm I I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But that's not something I used to do. I used to be really stubborn. And I, I feel like if anything, that is what long distance relationship has really taught me. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I know we're, we're kind of like, you're the interviewer and I'm the interviewee. But I mean, like, I, I know you've only done distance for a short time. But I mean, have you learned anything new about yourself that you didn't know because you're now exposed in that relationship? I mean, I think actually very similar to you. Apologizing for me is um, very difficult because... Quite frankly, what happens is when I mess up and I know it, I get embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And so then I just kind of get angry. So like my embarrassment, instead of becoming contrite and apologetic, I become very defensive and almost rude to avoid the problem. So that really doesn't work in long distance, especially We've gotten in our, I've gotten in arguments with my boyfriend over like, I will do something wrong, quite obviously. <laughs> and then I will become very rude. And over text, it's even worse. Yeah. And then he's kind of like, where is your compassion? Like, you're a nice person. Like, why are you like sending me short texts? Like, whatever. And it's because I get embarrassed. Yeah. And what distance has been really good for is, you know, I can literally take five minutes and completely disengage from him. I don't have to respond to him. He's not here. I don't have to talk to him. And I can think about it. And then I can go back and like... And he's really good too about forgiving quickly. Like I can send a quick text and be like, I'm really yeah. sorry. That was really all my fault. I got embarrassed. Like tail between my legs. Like I, yeah. I do something wrong and it's embarrassing and then whatever. 
And that's really helped me, I think, just to know that like being remorseful is not a bad thing. Yeah, see, and that's good. Like, I've, and that's why I've kind of always said that I, I think it's it's beneficial for people to try distance because yeah. it forces you to be a different person. I think relationships hinge on emotional maturity, sure. you know, but I mean, that's just life. You need to be an emotionally mature person. There are unfortunately a lot of emotionally immature people that get into issues because they don't, they can't comprehend why they're frustrated. How do you like make an effort to be really intentional when you do get to like have a phone conversation or in person, like such limited time in person. How do you figure out like how to be really intentional about it? A really important thing about long distance is planning, mm -hmm. especially since, you know, my Jillian and I, my girlfriend are both professionals. We both work, you know, we work full-time jobs you know, you have to plan when our schedules around each other. And we try to text as little as possible. Okay. Because we don't text every day. Why? And part well because Why do part you try of, and text as little as possible? I try to text as little as possible because text is always and we kinda touched on it, there's always a gray area. Mm -hmm. Like with tone mm -hmm. and with, you know, intention. Mm -hmm. And phone calls are just better because while you can't see the person, you can at least understand inflection. That's it's good. not always the easiest. And I think what has always allowed us to work well too is we're not we don't need to constantly be in contact with each other. Mm. You know, I don't need constant updates about what she's doing. Like yeah. we'll go two, three days without texting each other sometimes. Yeah. And it's, we yeah. know it's because we're working. Right. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, and, and to be honest, we're both boring people outside of work. Actually, it was so interesting. I was listening to this woman. I forget her last name, but her first name is Esther. And she has like a couple TED Talks. She's like basically like a relationship expert. But the, the thing that she focuses on is like creating desire in long-term relationships and like how sometimes desire can kind of like fluctuate yeah. and sometimes like completely dissipate in a relationship. And what's really interesting is her main point is like studies show that your desire for your partner increases when there's distance mm -hmm. and also when like your partner's in their element. And I think what's so cool about your relationship being distanced with Jillian is like you have both. So like you're distanced because you're both pursuing things that you're incredibly passionate about. And yeah. that's cool. Like it, I don't, I'm not going to speak for Jillian, but like a little bit I am. Like it's cool. Like if you send her a clip of like you on the news, like that's like, that's my man. Like he's there doing his thing, like being a boss. Like that's cool. It's, it's, it's fun to see that. And so not only are you creating like physical distance, which increases desire when you're together, you're also not distant your distance for like a great reason yeah. you know and i think that um i don't know i just feel like that benefits the relationship yeah well i mean she's definitely commented on that too i mean good i I, I think my i think my career path and my interest in broadcasting almost kind of helps because there are ways that she can access me without having without needing me to be available yeah. like she talks about sometimes how she'll just watch like our our Facebook clips yes. on our news channel just to see me and hear me. Yeah. Like obviously, there's the physical like yeah. problem there. Like that's that's probably the biggest elephant in the room. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like yeah. you you but you then work on finding so ways to to combat that and doing yeah. things that are that are able to scratch that itch for lack of a better lack, yeah. lack of a better phrase. Like I mean, for 
like just just choosing to like watch a movie together or like yeah. for example like I, I I kind of have like cooking as a hobby yeah like so at times like I'll send photos of what I make every weekend okay yeah and like the elephant in the room is like you're you're literally like physically not together and you're missing like a physical aspect of the relationship and I think like there's probably like a whole episode on like just just that in yeah. particular like how to keep for lack of a better word, it sounds like such an old person thing to say, but like how to like keep a spark in a relationship when you're not together all the time. But like I like to send, I'm not talking about like explicit photos, yeah. but like we get ready for work every day. Yeah. I put on a full <laughs> face of banging makeup every day. And like if I feel really cute, I'll like send a picture. Yeah, like look, how hot, look how hot I am. Yeah, exactly. Like off to work, like looking like a babe or whatever. I don't know. Like, but you know what I mean? Like I feel like that really helps because... Um, even just like the thought of like, Hey, I was thinking of you or whatever, or like, I think, I think that that's really like helpful and like special or whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, because it, it, I mean, the reason we like physical attention is because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel attractive, desirable. Mm -hmm. And so I think there are, I mean, we, we kind of are, are in a golden age of doing that. Yeah. You know, you can send a picture to anybody relatively securely. I mean, yeah. we're, we're kind of approaching like dangerous territory in terms of things getting hacked and things right. along those lines. But yeah. like, you can just, you can send a photo of yourself mm-hmm. doing whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and just being like, hey, I look nice today. Yeah. You know, and sending it to them and they see that and be like, because like Jillian likes seeing me in suits. Yeah. Like she likes seeing me look nice. That's and so, so it's yeah. like, so sometimes I'll just shoot a photo of me in the bathroom, like in my coat, yeah, because like, I'm about to go on air, yes. and like that, that she enjoys that, yes, you yes. know, I mean, and there's there's ways to work around it, and yes. technology aids that. If I like buy Alex, like I bought him a sweatshirt for Christmas, like I love if he's having a picture in the sweatshirt, yeah. and he's like, hey, I'm wearing the same thought of you. <laughs> what do you feel like is the best thing and the worst thing about being in a long distance relationship? Huh, I'd say. I'd say the best thing is that, and we kind of already talked about it, is that at least for me personally, it's taught me a lot about what I value and mm. how serious our relationship is because it's, 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 it's a test. I mean, it's been the longest test, you it's know, so of our entire relationship. Just like how we talked about moving in together is going to be a test for our relationship. Right. It's allowed me to learn so much more about what I value and what she values because we're not together anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and how to be a, just a better communicator in general, mm-hmm. you know, to my family. I mean, like, I feel like I've kind of neglected my family for a long time because I was, I moved away from college or I moved away from school or, or, or my house after mm-hmm. high school and have been gone for six, seven years at this point, Yeah, you know, yeah. and I didn't realize how unavailable I was being to them mm-hmm. until I like did it with someone that I was away from someone that I am so intensely emotional with, mm-hmm. you know, that it's taught me a lot about how to be a better communicator to the people that I'm distanced with. I'd say the worst part about the long distance relationship, I think, I think it's the physical part of it probably. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean yeah. like that's, let's just be honest. That's one of the most awesome parts about being in a relationship, 100%. but at least, I mean, not for everyone, but yeah, I mean, I it's like, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. Yeah. You know I mean? It's like we have needs. Yeah, and I it's totally it's hard to scratch that itch sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, because you can't. I mean, because that I think creates issues too. Because everyone's always so worried about cheating and you going and sleeping with someone else, right? Yeah, you know, because you can't fulfill that need all the time. Yep. 
but it's just it's understanding that I have that need mm-hmm. and then finding other ways to fulfill it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like I love cuddling. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, me I too. love that. Yeah. You know, being being a large. I mean, I'm six foot five for yeah. those people who can't see <laughs> yeah. me. Like, I am a I am a big man. Yes. You know, like I like. I've normally dated smaller women. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I like being this kind of like big protective Enveloping, figure. Yeah. And so it's like I can't I can't do that. Again, it makes it makes the time together so much better because I know that it makes me cherish it a lot more. You love yourself. Yeah. I love myself. Yeah. And I can be fine being in love with me. Yeah. And if totally. someone doesn't want to be in love with me, it's okay because I love myself. Totally. Yeah. And that's hard for people. You know, and like I struggled with it a lot in college and it causes people to do things that I think they maybe regret later on in life. But it's like it, it, you know, I mean, it's like I am confident enough with my own self and my own worth that I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Even if it, like I, this is drastic, like I would not want I want to get, you know, married and have a family someday. Right, yeah. But I mean, like I don't mind waiting until the right thing comes around. Totally. Because it's like I'm, I'm fine with myself. Yes, I agree. You know. And some people attach, I think some people just attach their worth to the person they're with. And, you know, well, it is, it is nice to be like, oh yeah, like my, my girlfriend's hot. My yeah. girlfriend is hot. Yes. She has a nice a job. Great butt. She makes some oh, money. Also a job. Yeah. Good job. Sorry. Good, yeah. Great job. Great no, job. That's it. Her job <laughs> is so good. <laughs> has a great job. They've got a great personality. You know, like that yeah. is a good reflection on me. Yeah. But it's yes, like, it is. but it's like, that is, that's not everything. Yeah. You know, because I'm still a person. I actually think that that's something that's good about a long distance relationship too, that we didn't overtly say, but it allows you to hitch your wagon to other things other than your partner. And it actually prevents you from hitching your wagon to your partner. Like it forces you to be your own person. And, you know, you know how people are like, sometimes like they get in a relationship and then like they lose all their friends or whatever, or like they only hang out with their person. We literally can't hang out with our person. Like we're sitting here pod. If we had our partners living with us, like we probably wouldn't be here yeah. podcasting because we would be with our partners, like off doing something else or whatever. Yeah. Or minimum, they would be here or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like they'd be over in the corner laughing at us. Exactly. Like it wouldn't be. You 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 basically have to like have your own life separate from your relationship, and yeah. I actually think that's like a great thing, especially for people like us that value like independence and time alone and also really value our careers and are not people that would like give up career for relationship. Yeah. It really allows for you to have both, which yeah. I think is cool. And so that's that's why I think it's a good experience. Yeah. Because the bad is the bad sometimes is really bad, mm-hmm. but I there are there's some really good things that allow for it and the delayed gratification of when, you know, I inevitably get what I want out of this. Mm-hmm. It'll be that much sweeter. Um, I would like to give a special st- shout out to um, Michael's girlfriend. If you've made it to the end of this episode, Julian. <laughs> hi, I want to be your friend. <laughs> um, I just feel like I learned a lot about you, and also like I feel like I know her better. Also, again, I don't. I said this to Michael, Julian. I don't want you to take offense to this, but I feel like we're similar, and I like get your vibe, and I like you. Okay. Yeah, I think you guys would be good friends. We'll we'll have to arrange. We'll have to arrange a play date. When, yeah. Uh, when yes. <laughs> yes. Let her come over and hang out. The dream. The dream idea is a double date. Yes. That's the, oh my that's god. That's the plan. We'll have, Honestly, to, we'll have to try it. You guys talk about soccer. We yeah. could do literally anything. Anything. Else. Yeah. Anything else? That'd be so good. Wow. Well, thank you so much. 
Thank you for having me. I, like I said, I'm not normally in this position. So I it's, know, uh, this it's, is so fun. It's kind of fun to be the one that's uh, getting questions asked of them. Okay, well, great. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, we're going to have you back again. All right. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye.